0: yo what's going on everybody my name is caleb my name is trevor and welcome back to coffee and headphones this is the podcast where two brothers talk about brother things how you doing today trevor i'm doing well bro how are you doing i'm doing great i uh just went thrifting
1: almost over three
0: i got a couple christmas presents i was trying to get everybody's but i could only find two things uh i see you have your coffee today I do, I do as well. Are you good?
1: Oh yeah,
0: it's bad with coffee.
1: Was that a Blue Jay?
0: Yeah, shout out to Toronto Blue
1: Jays. Back home,
0: huh? Yeah, bad season, but hey, man, still, shout out to Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, today we have a super fun show. Uh, we're going to be breaking down our album of the year candidates and crowning a winner. Uh, we're going to give you our top five, but uh, before we do that, I wanted to go over a couple honorable mentions, if that's cool with you.
1: Yeah, that's cool with me.
0: Okay, sweet. So a few honorable mentions that I wrote down are some of these, at least one of these, you're going to be surprised that didn't actually make my top five. Okay. But one is 12-carat uh, toothache by Post Malone. I thought that that was... Probably second behind Stony in terms of post discography, a great return after a disappointing third album. So I really like that one. But it wasn't quite top five for me. The Forever Story by Jid, I thought was really good, but not quite top five for me. Just not enough diversity, I I felt, but still a good album, high quality album. This is what Blank feels like by Jake. I thought was really good as far as pop albums go, but uh, Not quite cohesive enough for me to be a, a top five album of the year. This is what it feels like. It's blank. It's like the underscore is all connected. So it's a blank. By so who? All, By Jake. Oh, okay. So he has, this is what love feels like. This is what heartbreak feels like. It's volumes one through four.
1: Gotcha.
0: And then this is the album that I felt like uh, might surprise people didn't actually make it for me. That's from a bird's eye view by Corday, was just sitting outside the top five.
1: That's that's fair. Um, I left that one off. also left Jed off. Um, I love Jed, but I had one that I don't think you're gonna guess. Mm. Uh, just sneak its way into the top five. Um, that I really liked. Um, I love Jed though. I think Jed doesn't get enough credit. Yeah. Um, if you're doing hip hop Grammy nominations jett should have been on there
0: yeah um, he should have
1: should not have uh we talked about that a little bit but yeah, um, the yeah last shout, out Jed, shout out corday uh i think those are both good and shout out pusha t too
0: pusha um, joey uh who else denzel dropped a good album denzel
1: did drop a really good album um but i just haven't listened to it enough to determine yeah. whether it was going to be on my top five or not so it left
0: it off yeah that's that's definitely valid. anybody else
1: um no. I don't I mean I shout out Drake. Drake did not make my top five. Drake this dropped year.
0: two two albums this year. Yeah.
1: Both of them missed my top five, but oh, they are in my top ten. Um Okay.
0: Both of them?
1: One of these albums you're gonna hate that are on my top five, but hey, it is what it is. Oh,
0: wow. Shout out Lil But Baby it's not Drake.
1: Too. It's not Drake, no.
0: Interesting if we're reaching if we're reaching then i'll also say like 350 dropped a, a solid album but not quite album of the year for me mm. all right uh how do you want to do this do you want to just start from five and then count backwards until we get to our our number one pick
1: yeah i'm gonna be very brief on mine
0: that's um, that's fine
1: until we get to number one just so we can keep it rolling Uh, but yeah i mean Top five, number
0: five. You can go ahead, brother. I'll go ahead. Okay, well, number five album of the year candidate for me was Moments by Toby Uh, I thought that this album was really just like one of those grandiose projects from the rollout to like all the content that came out. The acoustic at the crib version just dropped uh, a couple weeks ago. And that's so fun. I love that Toby does that because his whole thing is like these big overblown sounds these overblown drums and it's just big and epic and then he also dials it in and has a whole different arrangement for the at the crib version so uh shout out to toby i really like that album the features were really good and the aesthetics were fire
1: that's that's solid that's a solid top five start um i do have that one in here but it's not number five okay uh, closer to the top but my number five is actually going to be the 1975 wow Um, i know right um i thought that their album um being funny in a foreign language i thought it was super cool i think they did a really good job of just stripping it down um and it wasn't what you would expect from them but like out of their albums i think it probably number one or two for me which is why i had to make my top five list um i think it had some really good songs that i'm able to listen to on repeat um yeah i mean that, i'll keep it brief as brief as i can so um uh, yeah. that's my number five pick
0: that's a good pick honestly i i completely that slipped my mind when making this list so shout out to 1975 for making it uh yeah.
1: happiness is the best song on that album but anyway
0: it's really solid i believe that's damon's album of the year we were just talking the other day it was that or something else i forget but uh yeah no it's really good for me, my fourth pick for album of the year, coming in a little bit lower than I expected, but two through four are all very close. Really, two two through five are. But number four for me is New Hollywood by What If RG. This is the album that we waited years and years for. And uh, it was a really good project but there were some things that I felt were missing or tweaked a little bit too much to where it lost that organic flavor and fell a couple of spots down. But for the first few months that it was out, first two months, I guess it was out, it was probably number two behind my clear-cut favorite. But New mm. Hollywood was a really good project overall. i just felt like a couple things could have been different and it would have won album of the year.
1: Wow, that's fair. Um, it did not make my top five. Uh, wow! So guess, no, it didn't. This it man's didn't.
0: drinking that Harley juice, that Haterade. <laughs> it
1: didn't hit for me, bro. I'm sorry. Um, okay. There's another one that didn't make my top five that you're gonna be grossly upset about. I know about.
0: that is already.
1: Um, um, but that's just me. What you're gonna be more upset about is my number four pick. I never liked you by Future. I thought. Wow yeah so i know going from the 1975 the future but i really 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 liked maybe not the album as a whole but a few of these songs pushed it farther
0: it's okay this is a few of the songs of the year candidate list so it's okay
1: yeah um it had the summer anthem or one of the two summer anthems with wait for you um and i loved Tim, so throwing him on that i think was just absolutely perfect and You know, Drake and Future, it's going to be a hit. Um, I like 712 a lot. I really did like the song with Kanye quite a bit, Keep It Burning. I thought that was a good song. Um, I I like Kodak Black, sue me, I don't care. Um, Voodoo was cool. Um, it, It was a good album. I like listening to it all the way through and I can listen to it whether I'm on a road trip or whether I'm working out or whether I'm just chilling. So Mm -hmm. that's what had to make my top five personally. Um, And if I remember correctly, it is one of the Grammy nominations this year. It
0: is. It's one of the Grammy nominated albums for hip hop. I don't think it's anything outside of hip hop, but uh, shout out the future for doing that, I guess. Not that the Grammys are valid at all, but it's still uh, still an accolade. Okay, well, I mean, that's fair for me. Like New Hollywood, I guess, was kind of that album that I waited for um and the future album didn't hit so we just kind of canceled each other out i guess there yeah so moving fair. on to my number three uh this is an album that i just continue to fall more and more in love with as the year went on okay. i don't know why you're acting like this it's not taylor swift
1: no i know it's not that's gonna be like number two but this, go ahead
0: this album is few good things by saba uh, which I got the pleasure of coping the vinyl, copying the vinyl. What is it? Coping, okay. which Same, came thanks. with a lot an of incredible with art book. Yeah, no, low key, you do have to like be in a coping mindset to listen to Saba. But it's cool because this whole uh art book that it came with has kind of like an open letter that he wrote about. Like, it's, it's kind of interesting to watch Saba's evolution because. He used to be a very like fear-based person, and that came through in his music. And yeah. the letter was all about how he would like try to unlearn that and like stop letting fear have a hold of him. And you can hear that throughout the album. It's a lot more like still that storytelling, reminiscent vibes, but in a more positive light. And that's the kind of stuff that I absolutely love. I vibe with that every day. So a few good things by Saba is my number three. Like I said, two through four were all really close.
1: Yeah, and that is maybe the dopest vinyl I've seen in a long time.
0: It's fire, bro. Should I show the people the actual record?
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Okay. I don't want to scratch it. Look at that.
1: That's so fire.
0: That's that army green type tent. It's so gorgeous, and it's a... 14 song album, so it's a two vinyl thing. I mean, it doesn't get better than that.
1: Nice, solid
0: pick, bro. So, for my number three pick,
1: it is your man Toby. Toby? I thought, yep.
0: Mac? I thought,
1: yeah, Toby Mac, you got it. <laughs> no, I thought Moments was a, a really, really, really good album. And I also know that Toby's been making his way up the map. For a few years. Um, Mm -hmm. You start seeing him him with choirs in his house and you start seeing him with this kid and his wife. He's on Mm -hmm. some wild, wild stuff. Um, But I thought this was really like a quote unquote breakout for him where he's getting a lot of credit. And Mm -hmm. I've always loved the way he just has instruments um, and really makes it like a musical almost that's enjoyable and palatable. Yeah, Uh, it's a big production. This was a symphony, a symphony A symphony, a symphony for me. Uh-huh. Um, and I think the lyricism backed up that
0: symphony, symphony. Oh, Definitely, bro. Oh, this man can't speak. He went to Lord Todd if you're wondering. Symphony.
1: I got better grades than Caleb if you're wondering. Um, but no, I I thought it deserved the three spot. Um, I would have put it a little higher maybe, uh, but there's an album that you've already mentioned that I gotta have at my number Mm.
0: two. Yeah. uh, That's fair.
1: That's my number three, bro.
0: It's a great pick, man. And and like, like you said, Toby's a family man and that shines through in his music, he's just 100% authentic. He's what an artist should be. So I wish nothing but success for Toby and his family. 100%. Okay. Number two for me, um, you called it just a few minutes ago. It is Midnight's by Taylor Swift. I'm drinking the Taylor juice. And maybe it's a little recency bias, but whenever I went to arrange my numbers, I just couldn't drop it. I, I was very close to putting a few good things second. But it was very, like, for me, especially tracks one through six, it's just, like, all 10 out of 10s for Midnight's. Yeah. and. And it's just so hard to to do that in music in general, but especially like an aging artist. You know, pop music doesn't like whenever an artist hits 30 and Taylor's 32 dropping arguably her best album ever. So um, I've been a long time Swifty. And I think now with the, the partnership that she has with Jack Antonoff, Soundwave also produced a couple of songs on this one. It was just kind of undeniable that it's a whole vibe for millions of people. So Midnight's gets my number two spot.
1: That's uh that's fair. Coming from you, I understand.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, I think it's a great album and I think a lot of people feel that way. For me, I would just be super fake if I said that it hit my top five because it didn't. That's fine. Um, so I could sit here and, and play that, but I'm not going to. Um, you hit the nail on the head though, my number two is. Sav- um few good things is absolutely amazing and i've loved Sabo for six years yeah five, it, six years
0: bucket list yeah.
1: yeah yeah so and for me it's like hard when i when there's an album or even songs like there's two or three songs from bucket lists that like will always hit me yeah. in my gut that, the billy williams um, story i'll forever feel that way right Um, just like some of Kindred songs on section 80 for me Mm -hmm. that way. Um, but when an artist can back that up and do it again
0: and continue to evolve
1: uh, and, and he evolved too. and I really, really liked, um, the features that he did have on this album. I think he made those artists sound better than a lot of their singles. Um, like G Herbo for, for example, Yeah. Um, survivor's guilt that's a wonderful song
0: it is a great um, song
1: so yeah for, for me i mean that had to be number two and the only reason it wasn't number one is because uh
0: there's another album
1: yeah Exactly. Yeah. Uh,
0: no i mean you're exactly right and while you're you're talking about the features i forgot to touch on legendary black thought verse at the end of the album to wrap it all up so yeah shout yeah. out to saba for getting to that level um, and and he
1: had the song with Smino and Black, which I yeah, thought
0: was absolutely still amazing. A great song. Oh, you know a song that grew on me a lot from this album was Soldier. Um, it's just it's such a great like coming of age story about him or whoever whoever he's speaking on realizing like yo, I'm about to have a daughter. I gotta stop being a kid out here. I gotta actually grow up. So. I really like that song and uh, the album overall. Yeah, great album. Okay. okay, brother. Um, I believe that leaves us with one album left for and album of the year.
1: The same album or else we are not related anymore.
0: Hold that thought.
1: Okay. <laughs> okay, hold that thought all together. Bye, Caleb.
0: Resume that thought.
1: It's gonna be the same album, probably. Um, maybe <laughs> I
0: just have one question. Okay, are you happy for me?
1: Really, are you happy for me? Smile <laughs> on my
0: face,
1: Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers,
0: Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, baby. Could That's it be a... any other?
1: It could answer? not, it could not. Other than this man messaged me and said, Taylor Swift Album of the Year. And uh, I questioned if we were actually blood related.
0: Wait, let me find. I I put in my notes like right when Midnight's came out. I'm pretty sure it was like Taylor over Kendrick over RG or something like that.
1: Taylor over Kendrick over RG.
0: Yeah, nah, 16 minutes into the album, I I wrote that. Can y'all see that? on my screen
1: yeah now i can't
0: <laughs> listen man, now hey. i will say i texted you later in that day and i was like i may have overreacted
1: oh, oh. <laughs> all right
0: but yeah mr Morale and the big steppers man let's let's talk about it let's dive into this album we weren't doing the show when this album came out so we haven't really shared our thoughts on it with the people
1: uh for me i mean i love it isn't my favorite kendrick album ever no but is it the best maybe like people are gonna listen to this 20 30 40 50 years from now and be like this was a work of art like it has nothing to do with like Oh, this was a banger. Or wow, that bar was so hard. Um, which there is that in this album, right? Um, but they're gonna be like, This is a work of art and this is the times right here. Um, and it was so different than what people expected or wanted from Kanye. That's
0: true. It's Kendrick, Cognier.
1: but yeah. <laughs> Ooh, <not bad. laughs>
0: from Kendrick.
1: Um, sorry, got yeah, Kanye. <laughs> I watched a video earlier, um, Alex Shins. Sort of weird. Anyways, um, now, it was so different than what people wanted, especially with everything that's happened over the past two or three years. Mm-hmm. Um, people wanted Kendrick to speak on those things in depth um, and very deliberately and very aggressively. I would think mm-hmm. uh, because that's his job as like the voice of this, the voice of this generation. I would yeah. say, yeah, yeah. Um, He spoke on it, uh, but I think he did what not only wonderful artists but wonderful people and wonderful leaders do which is rare and he spoke on it in a way that made us be introspective and he was very mm-hmm. introspective yeah. um i mean he he's already made um albums that are like anthems for the culture right this was like uh y'all are asking me to be all this and I'm just a human and this is what I think and this is who I am and I'm flawed uh, and it was absolutely beautiful I had to listen to it two times the first time I was like this is so weird the second time I was like wow you know mm-hmm. so that's, yeah that's how I feel.
0: no no for sure I I agree like people definitely wanted Kendra to speak on everything that's been happening with the Black Lives Matter movement with COVID, with the presidents and all that, that's been happening in the last several years. And and I remember Kendrick, dang, was it was it Kendrick saying it directly? Or did I just have like a moment one night where I felt like Kendrick was speaking? You know what I mean? But I remember being like, Kendrick has already spoke on this as much as people are willing to listen. Now it's his job to to be more thought-provoking and share more of a personal story. Uh, I thought that Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers was such a, a wonderful album from the production choices were incredible. The mixing is the best mixing I've ever heard in my life, any genre. It's just ridiculous. The mixing on that album is great. And the lyricism, the storytelling, it's also like, thought-provoking because it's like I made it to the mountaintop type thing right I'm I'm 35 years old I'm the most successful rapper in the world and I'm so dissatisfied with that I can't even leave the house in peace because of the success and uh you know I'm out the way are you happy for me It, it just it's a real like look into what what the price of success is I
1: thought it was very interesting because you've seen and you've heard other artists, rappers, actors, celebrities in general say stuff like this and act that way. Um, Even like Justin Bieber, for example, mm-hmm. like you you've seen that before, yeah. but you haven't had somebody be able to say it in a way that he did on this
0: album nobody can you can't tell me that if anybody
1: else worded certain things like Kendrick did they wouldn't be canceled but because of the way Kendrick did it and because of who he is people were forced to listen and one of my favorite one of my favorite things on the album by far was the fact like him talking about how they used to talk, how they used to think, and like the growth from that. Um, I mean, Mother yeah. Sober, Auntie Diary, yeah. that last little bit of this album is like, oof,
0: oh, yeah, Mother I Sober definitely made me cry the first several times I listened to it, not just the first listen, but and he brought out Kodak Black on this album, baby. He, he put on for Kodak, he uh, which is an interesting choice. I know a lot of people are confused by it i was confused i'm not it. though but just considering kodak's past and everything uh but he put on for baby keem i love to hear that keep it in the fam but i think can i share um can i share a theory with you
1: yeah let's hear it. Here
0: in front of everybody let's hear it. what if kendrick isn't just speaking as himself But the whole Mr. Morale thing is representative of the Black community in America. And the way Mother I Sober is a great depiction of this, the way that he talked about how his family tried to paint him into the victim when he was younger, and he grew up with that victim mentality. What if that's like white America trying to act like Black America is the victim and not adequate enough to grow and have their own strengths and there's a lot of um different types of themes like that throughout the album that you can kind of dig into i haven't heard anyone else share this theory but i've i've shared it with a couple friends and um i don't know how much validity is in that and we never will because kendrick is kendrick but i think it's a cool little thought experiment to go through the album and listen with that in mind
1: yeah and i won't say like that's right or wrong But here's what I will say, and I'm not comparing it because obviously it's different, Um, but it was very clear what he was saying. And you can interpret it in different ways, but still get to the same solution, much like the Bible, Mm. which is why I think it was super cool. And I'm not saying it's like prophetic words or like from God by any means, because I I don't know. No, there was a lot
0: of like theological questions and issues with this album as far as Kendrick's faith is concerned but I, 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 I get what you're saying from an artistic standpoint
1: yeah no and like I really liked um that it was like it wasn't only like um you know I'm real like I'm still a person I have these feelings it was like I'm annoyed and tired of you guys putting me on this pedestal I love to share my art and my heart because that's who I am. But I'm never asked to be like the voice of this generation and I'll do my duty. But if I slip up or mess up, like I can't be the one. Like I, it's just like, I'm not,
0: I don't know. I I thought it was. Kendrick made you think about it, but he is not your savior. That's the whole premise. And I also thought it was really interesting to hear how much of this album must have been written in the year prior to it coming out yes yeah. he, he talks about uh, having writer's block for two years you know the greatest rapper of all time arguably uh, has writer's block for two years he talks about the whole Kanye and Drake thing uh, he talks about a lot of more recent events and it's uh it's really interesting to hear kind of how it's similar to like When John Bell, you make Glory Sound Prep, he said that he didn't make music for like a year. And then one day he just sat down at the piano and started singing Conversations with my wife. And then he wrote the whole album in in a month. So I think only the greatest artists can kind of like, not necessarily pick and choose, but like when you get that calling, that motivation to make art that you have to share with the world that comes from a higher place, then then you know, right? So I think this is a a clear-cut example of that on display.
1: No, I agree. I agree. No, I mean, it's undoubtedly the album of the year. I'm Mm -hmm. sure it'll win a bunch of awards. Um, What I am super excited for is next year. I want to see if Cole drops an album that is better than his last. Uh, I hope he does. but. Yeah, I I'm excited for to see what next year holds. So. Next
0: year is is off to a good start with Quinn dropping in January. This is the first year in six years that Quinn hasn't dropped an album, so hopefully next year is a good album. Hopefully John Bellion drops an album. Probably instead of
1: Kendrick dropping something separated from TDE, uh, it won't be an album, but I I think it'll be a few singles, so I'm excited for that.
0: Maybe, maybe. I am super excited for all that 2023 holds in store for music, for us, for Apex. Hey, I know we joke about not having a lot of listeners on this podcast because the YouTube numbers are so low, but the actual podcast numbers aren't too bad. So if you are by any chance, someone who just found us on SEOs and you don't know, I make music. I go by the name Apex Frazier and I just dropped a new singles called Confidence Part 2. You should go check it out. I put the whole team on it. Um, Trevor can attest it. It's it's not too bad. It's about six out of ten or so.
1: No, everybody says that their family, their friends, their music is good. Um, I'm always supporting all my family and friends that do music, but there's only a few that are actually good at it. Uh, that's no knock to others. If it's your passion, run with it. Uh, but this song is a. It's crazy. It's a hit. It goes. Um, it, a bunch of kids and artists and christian artists that actually made a hit it is the wildest thing you've ever heard i would listen to it over any of these albums all day long except maybe kendrick depending on the day uh That's bad. part two it's on spotify apple music youtube has a mm-hmm. video out not we on soundcloud it. i don't think
0: oh uh, i can put it on soundcloud
1: I love SoundCloud, guys. That's just who I am.
0: But, uh,
1: y'all really should go listen to it, especially if you liked our albums of the year. Um, I, I think you'll be very, very entertained by Confidence Part Two and Confidence Part One. Already is a hit, almost a hundred k streams. So mm-hmm. this isn't like rapping in the basement. This is this is real. It's not like a no. This was recorded.
0: Method in a garage not a basement we leveled oh, up but
1: yeah go cool nah. listen.
0: hey i appreciate y'all uh listening to our album of the year candidate video uh if you want to see more like this from us be sure to let us know um yeah i guess without further ado that's that trevor anything that you'd like to share with the people
1: stay safe that's it
0: stay safe yeah and also merry christmas it's coming up soon we may have one more before Christmas, but if not. That's the plan for now.
1: Hanukkah, whatever you celebrate. If you don't celebrate, you're a loser. Celebrate something. Celebrate something.
0: Believe in something, guys. That's all right. It. Peace, love, and pixie dust.